Welcome to the Quantum Alignment Q&A, Humboldt series, where we traverse through an array of healing modalities to educate, empower, and excite our listeners on their path of holistic health and wellness. In sharing various practitioners' experiences and insight, we hope to cultivate a deeper relationship between one's true self, the mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional bodies. Join naturopath, transpersonal psychologist, and cannabis therapy consultant, Dr. Pepper Hernandez, in the Humboldt Quantum Alignment Series. And now, here is your host, Dr. Pepper Hernandez. Hello, everyone. Welcome, and thank you so much for making time to be present with us today. Our intention for this podcast is for each and every one of us to get one step closer to the highest version of our aligned self each and every single day, the mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. Today's guest is one of my favorite people, Ossily. She is a singer. She's classically trained. She's a mantra musician. She's an um, electronic kundalini yoga teacher. She has so much to offer. I am so grateful, Ostley, that you're on with us today. I know this is a few months in the making, so thank you for being here. Oh yeah, thank you for having me. I'm really excited that we're finally connecting. So can you tell our audience a little bit about who you are and your gifts to this world? Oh yeah, so um, I make electronic kundalini yoga mantra music under the moniker Osley. Um, I also am a Lydios Diamond Light Priestess, so I do priestess uh, healing work in this German legacy called Lydios. I also am a certified kundalini yoga teacher and an evolutionary astrologer. So can you tell our audience what kundalini yoga we've had a couple of yoga teachers on in the the past but you can you tell them a little bit more about the type mantra music that you create and how you do that because it's so fascinating to me yeah absolutely so in kundalini yoga we use a lot of mantra and that keeps everything that we're doing really high frequency and pure Um, because you're not just doing certain movements, you're also engaging your mind, you're also, when you're chanting, you're also uh, basically applying acupressure points with your tongue to certain parts that are reaching your brain. So you're changing your your brain structures, mantra you on many different levels. And uh, it also keeps you from kind of wandering off during your practice. It's very, you know, centralizing and focusing. A mantra is a series of words, usually sacred words, that when you recite these words, whether in your mind or out loud, they have the power to change the fabric of reality. So they're actually altering reality and every mantra has a purpose. I mean, in popular culture, we, we use mantras like, I am, you know, they're affirmations, right? Those are mantras. In Kundalini Yoga, these are words that have been uh, recited for centuries. They have a different weight, depth, and power to them. And they, they've kind of like created grooves in reality. So when you're doing a mantra for prosperity, you are going to bring in prosperity. 
Now I have been using, you know, yoga and mantra and sound frequency for years now. The moment I found out about Kundalini yoga and mantra, I mean, literally the moment my life changed in that moment, the first, first, you know, spiral with my body, the very first one, it shifted and changed. So can you speak to your experiences with either kundalini or mantra or affirmations? Yes. Well, when I came to kundalini yoga, I was, I thought it was really weird. <laughs> it was weird. I went in there, there was a woman in a turban and a white outfit sitting on a stage. And I was at a point in my life where I needed a lot of healing. So I was like, I will try this. After that first class, I was like, weeping because it moves the energy it just opens something up within me and the very next day i went to a four-hour workshop and a lot of anger came through and it was just so profound that i was like i'm so angry but i want to do this all the time as you know it's a very transformative technology so a lot of people who come to it tend to be in a part of their lives where they are in need of healing, where they're really seeking something and they're ready and open to surrender the old things to being transformed because it will transform them. How you actually got into yoga and mantra in the first place, you know, were you born into that particular flow or was it something that you came to not knowing what it was can you expand on that yeah so i had never uh enjoyed doing yoga before and i had just moved down to la and i made a friend who would make me chaga tea which i'm sure you know all about chaga because i was having cluster headaches and he was like this is going to help and he would always be going to kundalini yoga and he would never invite me. So I was obviously intrigued and I was like, I wanna try this. And then I had this really profound experience and I wanted to take teacher training immediately because it was, it was helping me in a way that I was doing a lot of things to help myself because I had just had a death in my family. So I was like really grieving. And Kundalini Yoga was the most profoundly shifting thing that I was doing. So I was like, I want to take teacher training as soon as possible. And then we learned in teacher training that when you recite mantra with your own voice, it's exponentially more powerful than if you were to listen to someone else doing it. So I've always done, done music. I've been performing professionally since I was eight years old with the Washington Opera. And um, I've been writing music ever since I was eight to uh, so I was like, I'm just going to start writing some mantra music for myself, you know, because it's more powerful in my own voice. I'm going to do that for me and see how it goes. And what ended up happening was that I felt so passionate about it. And so, uh, so much light came through that I was like, I want to share this with other people too. I want to perform this. I, I felt like reinvigorated because I hadn't been performing anything for like, a year i just wasn't inspired or motivated and that reawakened within me that whole aspect of myself that is fascinating absolutely fascinating so you had a background for quite a young age of music and just that really that frequency those codes just like permeating through your cells and then shifted and found kundalini and mantra and then decided to do that then as well 
Yeah, you know, I'm really into astrology and it just aligned with all of the things that I'm trying to do on this planet, which is bring more light to the planet, to elevate myself, to elevate others. And if what I'm doing isn't elevating to myself and others, then I can't really be motivated to do it. And that was the problem I was having with my old, when I started making mantra music, like my world was literally changing and I was feeling so much lighter more so than I ever thought I could in my life. Like I just didn't see that for myself, having like a lot of abundance and happiness and it, it was just shifting everything and I felt excited again, you know? The way you feel about your divine gift, like a child, like I love this, I wanna share this. And so for our audience who doesn't necessarily know the difference between mantra music and electronic mantra music and then just sound therapy can you kind of touch base on those for us just the difference between mantra music in general like mantra being more of chanting prayers with that particular frequency and that light code that's different than just singing a song about a breakup or a heartache that, you know, it's channeled differently. And so just speaking to that for our audience and then expanding about the way you do it with the electronic music, that's a whole nother level. Uh, so just kind of walking us through those steps, if you would. Every Everything has a frequency. Every word has a frequency. Some are higher, some are lower. If you're listening to songs about breakups, you're going to, you're going to be in that space. It creates certain emotions. When you're singing mantra music, chanting mantra music, it's very high frequency. You will be elevated. When you have a higher frequency, lower frequency energies or entities or anything cannot thrive in that environment. So what you're automatically going to raise yourself out of depression or anxiety or, and like I said, the, these words have a lot of weight and power to actually change reality. And you know what it reminds me of? Do you remember that water experiment with um, that Japanese doctor? What was it? Dr. Emoto. Dr. Emoto. And he had those slides with the water droplets and he put um, words onto every slide. And the words were things like love, hate, harmony, peace, uh, fear, anxiety. And after a while, he came uh, and got these slides out of the refrigerator or wherever and looked at them under a microscope. And slides that had positive words such as love made these beautiful crystalline structures, so beautiful. And the ones that said things like hate or fear made these really amorphous, like disharmonious looking, almost like scary looking pieces of art. And the what we synthesize from that is that we humans being what at least 60% water ourselves, whatever words are coming into our sphere, they're acting on us like on a molecular level. So what kind of words do you want to accept into your sphere, you know? And I want to accept the highest caliber of words possible. I want to live a healthy life full of longevity and vitality and be able to do the things I want to do and bring passion to this world, which means I have to be of a certain caliber and I have to feel good about myself and my relationship to my own soul so I can manifest things here for other people. So I want to bring mantra into my life 
because it keeps me at that high caliber. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And that is so well said. Thank you so much. Um, when you were speaking about Dr. Emoto and the water, uh, it's a synergy type of thing that's happening. But there is a place really close to here called Mount Shasta. And I speak about it on the podcast often. You may know where I'm talking about. But they've done research on the water there and the mineral water there and, and the, the beautiful crystalline structure that comes from the water. It looks as gorgeous as a snowflake. It's just beautiful. And, you know, someone who's geeking out and Dr. Emoto's studies will understand what we're talking about. If you don't, audience, I do suggest you going over and checking that out because it's amazing and fascinating science. It truly is. And, and it gives you like a concrete way of looking at things that seem very mystical and maybe like inaccessible. It's actually all very practical and grounded. What we're doing, chanting mantra. No, it's all very practical. It's, it's a scientific technology. We just don't necessarily speak about it in scientific terms. That's not everybody's style, but it is literally act, acting on us in a, in a way that can be explained scientifically. And, and when you say a scientific technology of using the voice for mantra through prayer, you know, how, what do you mean by that necessarily? What, what comes to mind first is that um, something my teacher, she talks a lot about how you have these points in your, in your mouth. And when you're chanting, she always stresses the importance of pronouncing certain words properly like har h-a-r you pronounce it hud so it sounds like hud and that's because your tongue is hitting behind it's like your upper palate and that what that does is going to activate your pituitary gland your pineal gland if you if you just put your tongue behind your teeth hud hud it's not the same you're not going to to be active, it doesn't have the same strength and power. So it's also like uh, the the science requires accuracy too. Um, it's, I mean, it's even if you're just chanting and you're not doing it completely right, it is still worthwhile because you're still weaving this cosmic thread into the universe. But you can get even more out of it by being accurate because it is a science. Just being able to share and vocalize these types of thoughts. For our listening audience, it may open up that spectrum of recognizing our words are so incredibly powerful. The songs that we sing, the thoughts that we think, all of this is so very much interconnected and related. And I don't know how long you've been doing mantra, but there was probably a time in your life when you were just thinking regular scheduled program thoughts and not truly seeing that connection. And the moment you discovered mantra and started really paying attention, did it kind of click? I mean, I guess I should speak for myself because that is when it clicked for me. I was doing affirmations and I was doing different things, but the moment I found mantra, it was a whole new world. It truly was, and I'm so grateful. And that's how I found you. Um, I do have a story to share with the audience. Do you mind me sharing a, a quick story? Yeah, please. Okay. So yes. I, I was listening to your last album, Elevate, and I had been listening to it for quite a, quite a time. 
I mean, I would, I would dare to say a year, but I don't know how long ago that was. I was listening to it for a very long time. And I remember DMing you on Instagram and just saying, I'm really loving it. It's sounding amazing. And then a few months went by and I went back to listen to it again and something changed. It was the same album, but I heard something different. It was so incredible and I can't even explain it. And I tried explaining it to you on the DMs, but it was just like, I was in another place. I was even more in a different frequency and I could hear more from the song. I could hear more from the sound. It just changed. And, and I love you for that. Thank you. And I, I don't know if you've had that response, um, but it was amazing. So thank you. Yeah, that's so interesting you said that because other people told me that, like various other people, told, like there was a period of time where all of a sudden people were like, I'm just hearing it differently. I can hear more. Something shifted. I have no idea. I have no idea what that's about. But it, it, it's like a phenomenon. <laughs> so other people had said that that happened to them as well. Yes. So what was going on, you magical woman? What was that? Right? Um, it might have been really into my studies as a, a light priestess. Um, you get certain initiations that give you certain powers of authority. And um, my relationship with like words has changed over time as well. Um, they've just become a lot more intentional. And I use a lot of invocations as well as mantra and that it gives your word more power and also more responsibility because you can manifest things um, pretty quickly or powerfully. So I don't know if it was in concert with that or if that more energies were just able to come through the music because it's, the music's also blessed itself. I call upon a lot of lightful energies to infuse the music with high frequencies. So not sure why things happened then, but I definitely got that response from quite a few people. I can go back and find exactly the date that I sent that to you because that was the day that something changed. It was the same music. It was the same album I had been listening to for, you know, a very long period before, but it was on that day. It sounded like a whole new album. It was incredible, but it was the same thing. So anyways, thank you for that. Speaking of albums, and speaking of you talking about your teacher, your new album, which we're going to get to hear a little bit on the break. Um, thank you for that, by the way, for allowing us to do that. But your new album is called Songs for My Teacher. Can you tell me what that's about? Yeah. So uh, my teacher in Los Angeles, uh, Tej Kaurakalsa, she requested me to make some of the, some specific mantras. Some uh, she wanted to do some meditations, and some of the meditations had no recorded versions of the mantra. Um, and then other ones, I think she just wanted another version of it. Yeah. So she asked me to to write them, and I was um, it was like very inspiring for me. And I I just made these songs and. Um, the, the collection I made is called Songs for My Teacher, and it has three songs. Two of them are 11 minutes, and one is 31 minutes. So that's those are the average lengths for Kundalini Yoga meditations. You'll see 11 minutes, you'll see 31 minutes, or 62 minutes. 
Well, thank you. I'm so looking forward to listening and being able to share it with our audience. And thank you for being here. But it it's about that time in our podcast where we're going to take a short break and give a shout out to a local aligned business that I love so very much. And I think that you will too. Ever dream of becoming a cannabis therapy consultant or learning more on how cannabis heals? For a deeper understanding of your own body and mind connection using sacred medicine, take time to dive into classes anytime, anywhere with a new online program. For more information, connect on drpepperhernandez.com. This is a 10-month program, one class a month. The Cannabis Holistic Institute provides the most potent teachers Humboldt County has to offer. Students have access to Google Classrooms for downloadable handouts, charts, PowerPoint presentations, and more. Also a live streaming on Facebook, bonus pop-up classes, gifted info, and edited videos available on YouTube. Classes from History of Cannabis, The Biology of Cannabis, Specific Strains and Effects, Cannabis Healing Properties, Juicing, Edibles, and Tinctures, Cultivation and Production, Cannabis Medicine Making, Women in Cannabis Conference, Legalities and Legislations, The Cannabis Business, and more. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. What a special treat. We are going to continue our interview with Ossalie. Thank you so much for being here. I have so many questions left for you for the rest of our interview. I want to know a little bit about what you've been doing during this interesting time of quarantine. Yeah, recalibrating a lot of plans. I'm actually, it's turned out really uh, well. I hesitate to say how I truly feel about it because when, when there are some people suffering, you don't want to be like, I'm having a great time. But the quarantine really has been good for me on, on like a self-healing and expansive level. The group, I work with a group of light priests and this company, Lydios, and we've been doing free uh, meditations on Instagram Live every single morning. So having either giving a meditation or joining one at 8 a.m. every day, is it 8 a.m.? Yeah, 8 a.m. every day has been something that I can look forward to that sets the tone for my day, elevates my day. And then we have a, an Archangel seminar coming up on May 30th and May 31st. That's going to be via Zoom. And so uh, we've been working on, you know, creating the infrastructure for that. Um, yeah, still sending people light crystals, 
because that's also a part of my work with Lydios. They have these very special light crystals that I have not gotten into. But um, so there's that, and then there's writing music, and I have I've amassed a, a good amount of music now. So I would like to, you know, like make an album. Um, but also I've had, yeah, a lot of time for, for meditation and for like, um, working on my mental health. Like when things are kind of, when things are more intense, it's somehow easier for me to be like, okay, what do I need in this moment? And I can take better care of myself now during this time than when there's like this endless expansiveness of, I can do whatever I want to do tonight. Where should I go? And who's doing what, you know, it's like, okay, I need to go on a walk now. I should go on a bicycle ride. I want to call a friend, checking in to make sure I'm keeping myself like emotionally healthy, mentally healthy, and a, a lot of meditation, a lot of different kinds of meditation. There's also my Kundalini yoga meditations I do every day and some, even some other ones I've been getting into recently. I love to hear that. I absolutely love to hear that. The important thing I think for our audience right now is this self-care kind of ritual. And you touched on that. What do I need right now? What's, what, you know, when it comes time to go inwards, what is the help that my body is asking for? And I think that's wonderful because it doesn't come to us naturally unless our parents or you know the village that created us and grew us they taught us those lessons we have to gather those along the way with hopefully informational programs like this one but how did you start gathering those tools because we don't just wake up with those right there you know there's this meme it's it's like a guy in a blanket and it's it's something like um Oh, like, thanks so much for that. You like all of my art that I make. Um, it's, you can thank depression. And he's like, it's just so funny. <laughs> but it's like people who are, are sensitive, like us, people who are healers and inclined to help facilitate other people's healings. We've had our share of, you know, trying experiences, let's say even traumatic experiences. So along the way, I've had a lot of grief in my life. And uh, I've along the way, I've picked up a lot of tools and I had very unhealthy coping mechanisms at one point and that's just gotten better and better. And it makes me wanna share that more because you know, the, I, I felt at one point in my life, I was just trying to survive. And now I feel like, oh, I'm in thrive. I'm thrive mode. I'm like, this is amazing. And if I can do that, knowing where I've come from, then I know it's possible for anyone. And I want to be available to, to help hold that space and facilitate that for other people, you know, using my, my own divine Absolutely. gifts. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that with us. I think a lot of people see others who are vibrant or healthy, like yourself, who are living their best life, who are thriving, who are abundant during times like this, and they think, I will never be able to obtain that because I don't have those tools or I don't know how or they are just lucky or they have people to help them. When the truth is, what you touched on is 
we've learned lessons. We've, some of us have had really intense situations that we don't talk about because there's no reason to bring that stuff back up because of the vibrational frequency of it, but it happened. So we can be so happy and so optimistic and so positive now because we know the alternative of what could happen. So thank you for touching on that. It's for those people who are, are having a hard time right now, there are tools. Yeah, it's also completely understandable that you might be having a difficult time right now. Uh, it's like planetarily speaking, this is such an intense time and we're getting really compressed and there's so much opportunity available though. And it's a, a little bit of a shift in perspective, but what's happening, do you mind if I talk about oh, come this? come on with it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, please. So what's coming up right now a lot is uh, any illusions that we've been holding, particularly about our own self-empowerment or being disempowered, we're being confronted with those right now. I mean, on a practical, like a concrete level, you can't go to certain stores right now. You might not be able to go to your job right now. You might have lost your job, you know, whatever's happening. It's a time where there's, you're being confronted with what you perceive as your own limitations. And also your reality is versus the divine reality. And if they're not aligned, we're really getting our butts kicked right now. And the biggest things that we can do, even if you're like, I don't know where to start and I'm feeling really oppressed, um, any little things you do, whether it's chanting mantra or, or having these meditation practices where you consciously are saying, you know, please remove these illusions from me because the divine reality is that you are limitless and you are powerful. You are connected to God. You are God. So there are no limits. And it, it's uh, very like disjunctive with the, what we experience in this 3D plane because it, we're like, but yeah, but the government's telling me this. And it's like, yeah, but on a spiritual level, the, the government doesn't have pow any power over your soul. Like you, the expansiveness you can harness right now is more than we can even imagine. And I know that sounds very hard to grasp, but it's true. That's what this time is offering us. And if we surrender also, because certain things are being taken from us right now in each of our lives, if you don't surrender, it's going to be more painful. Like you're in a river and it's trying to pull you and you're holding onto this root on the side of the river. And then you just let go. And then you're like going down the river. And it's not that you're like, oh, okay. Well, now I'm going down the river and I, I still, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but this isn't so bad, you know? And having that trust and that certainty that you are a co-creator with the universe and that everything that is happening isn't happening to you, it's happening for you. And just opening yourself up to that will change the quality of your experience. I think that you just hit the nail on the head right there, that not all things are happening to us, but for us. And I remind myself of that, that exact statement, that exact statement, as well as um, I really like to use the one 
um, what is it whenever, well, now I can't remember it. Maybe I don't need it right now. But anyhow, it's, <laughs> what is it? Rejection is protection. That's the one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good oh, one. It's so good, and it just makes me feel good. And I, I love saying that because if it's someone rejected, um, it, it doesn't matter what it is, you know, but I'm just like, okay, it's fine. Rejection is protection. I'm moving forward. The universe is always co-creating with me. Like I just am, I'm definitely an affirmation person like that. And I've been doing this for so long now that it is a truth. It is a deep belief of mine now you know, that just let it be, let it go. And so those, you know, those listeners who are hearing this thinking, I, you know, I'm not certain if I'll ever get to that place, if I'll be able to say that and really mean it, at least start and it will become your belief. Yeah, at least, absolutely, at least start with whatever you do, every little thing counts. And I was reading this book recently, I think it was Radical Forgiveness. He is like whatever you think is the reality, the world will reflect back at you. So literally, if if your reality is kind of limited or fear-based, everything that comes into your sphere is just going to prove that. But the fascinating part about it is that it, that's literally your own creation. And I've been thinking a lot about that, about imprisonment, about self-imprisonment though about all these beliefs, things that we take for granted, but that I actually created. And now is also a really good time for those things to come up too. And it's first step is awareness, but then the next step is asking that to be transformed and surrendering to whatever that transformation is, you know? And that can be kind of scary because your ego doesn't want to let go. Your ego's kind of comfortable in this, in this place. And you have to say, no, I completely surrender to, you know, my best and highest evolution on a soul level. Because I've never been someone who wants to stay the same. I always want to expand. Well, I'm so, I love you so much. And I love our conversation. Me too. I feel like we could talk forever. We have so many things to speak on. I want to ask you, now that I've talked with you about quarantine, and that's really taken us into this beautiful place now, what are you suggesting for yourself and other people who maybe you're tuning in with via your Facebook feeds and all of your classes and things that you're doing, what are you asking them or suggesting them to do for a self-care recipe to obtain where, you know, that vibrational frequency where you're at, where you feel like you're thriving? Yeah, well, first of all, I'm not perfect. So who knows, maybe you're going to attain a higher vibrational frequency. There's no limit. Um, but I would say that Things that have been working for me that I would highly recommend is having a stable and consistent meditative practice. I love our 8 a.m. Instagram live meditations. They, they just set the tone for my whole day. And also, if you go out, if you, let's say you go to the grocery store and you are interacting with people and you know, there's a lot of weird energy, you come home, you don't feel so good. Having a kind of clearing meditation that you do is also really important. Don't underestimate the, you know, the, the fear energies around us right now, because you can stay elevated above us. I mean, above that, but you know, you go out and sometimes it just infiltrates and that's okay. You just elevate again, just keep elevating, make it so a part of your 
everyday existence and the quality of your life will change. Also, you know, I was realizing that I don't really have like negative uh, self-talk anymore. And I realized that because the other day I had two thoughts creep in that were kind of self-deprecatory. And I was like, oh, that's really odd. What's odd is that I don't have this anymore. And I've lived my whole life have, being plagued by thoughts all the time. What, this is so strange. And it's because, you know, I'm constantly trying to connect. All I wanna do is be connected so that, and I have tools or, you know, some lower frequencies get in there. I have tools so that I can elevate once again. So that for me has been so important that maybe that will be helpful for you too. And also feeling your emotions. If you gotta cry, you gotta cry. And that's great because you're not gonna cry forever. It's like the song in the crow, it can't rain forever. It's just not gonna happen. The sun's gonna come out. So don't hold on to anything right now. Like that's the theme, don't hold on to anything. Surrender everything. All of us need to hear that we can cry, that we can feel our emotions, that those are valid, we will move through them. I was just telling a confidant person yesterday who's very tuned in with me that this exact same thing. Um, it's okay. It will move through. You'll be okay on the other side. But I think just to have that acknowledgement and to be able to do so is a really big piece right now for a lot of people. So thank you for bringing that in. Absolutely. And, and bringing it back to mantra and chanting, that's also a really great way to let, to let go of your emotions. Like recently I've been chanting to goddess Kali, which is a goddess of creation and destruction and kind of slices through ego frequencies. She wears a necklace of men's skulls. She's so cool. And I, when I chant, it's just like the first half of it, I'm just crying and releasing and that's okay. Cause that's, I'm so grateful that I am doing that and not keeping it in. And also if you can have mantra playing in your space just constantly, it doesn't have to be at a high level, even at a low like subliminal level, that will also shift the energy of your space. And I, I always have mantra going and I can't recommend it enough. Well, thank you so much. And I think that you might be gifting us with the sound of mantra in a moment, is that correct? You would, would you like to do that for us? Yes, I would love that. Wonderful, wonderful. I'll let you get ready. And what that will do for our audience is allow them to hear exactly what we have been talking about during our program today. So I'll give you a couple moments and then let's hear what you have. Thank you. Okay, should we just go for it? Please. All right. Oh, <laughs> 
Thank you. 
by you I mean really it's it's gotten me through some really intense moments I'm gonna tear up and cry but it's it's really gotten me through a lot so thank you before my I pleasure. before I cry I do really appreciate you and before we leave I would I, first off thank you but before we leave I'd love for you to share a way that the audience can contact you, either Instagram or your Facebook or your website. Can you give that to our audience so they can reach out to get some of your music or to connect with you in any of these things that you're doing for the communities? Thank you. I would love that. If anyone who's interested, please reach out to me. I would love to connect with you. My Instagram, I'm the most active on Instagram, and it, my handle is Osley, O-S-L. E E Osley underscore music. I'm also on Facebook and you can connect with me there. Um, uh, but if you're on Instagram, that's the best way. And you can also join in on our um, Instagram live meditations every day at 8 a.m. I have one on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Um, and what else? Oh, yeah. And if you would like to find my music, it's available on all major strat platforms for streaming or purchase including spotify and apple music and also my personal favorite bandcamp if you want to support this artist go to bandcamp and yeah thank you so much again 
Again, thank you so much. I love and adore you. I am so grateful that you're on. I hope that you and I stay connected even after our show. I think we have a lot to connect on. Uh, so appreciating you for the time that you've spent. I know that you're a very busy person. So thank you for getting us one step closer to our highest aligned self. To the audience, I wanna thank you for tuning in. Until next time, I'm your host, Dr. Pepper Hernandez. Let's have a magical, wonderful day and make this your very best life ever.